Hello, everybody. This is Barry Feeker, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. You're listening to our community, our mission on December 7th, 2021. Good morning, Marion Crable. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm I'm great. Good. I'm just great. It's December. It's December. A little chilly. And it feels Christmassy mm-hmm. outside. And so, and, yeah. and you know. And That's yet good. we still have some warm weather the rest of this week, maybe Friday. And, I know, but it's yeah. still beautiful. Yeah. It's still beautiful. Hey, I want to put a little plug into Gary's Berries Light Show. Uh-huh. Um, Gary's Berries Farm Festival, Fall Festival, has been something that has been wonderful for a lot of people for a lot of years, yeah. um, many years. And uh, part of the proceeds uh, that what they had this year came to the rescue mission. Yes. They hired some people from the rescue mission to do some of the work out there. Yeah. And they've got a Christmas light festival um, that's going on on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, that's um, great. All the way up to um, and through Christmas, and they can go to Gary's Berry's website. Um, don't have that in front of me right now, but yeah. I just thought of this. Um, I'm going to go out this weekend and take a look, but there's nearly a million lights. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, and it's and we're putting it in our, we put in our December newsletter um, that if you get our newsletter, you can get more information on that. But it just really helps. There's other light shows going on. Yeah. Uh, I know this is another one that there's hot chocolate and cotton candy and all kinds of stuff yeah. out there that fudge. people would enjoy. I think there's fudge. Oh, always fudge. Uh-huh. Always fudge. And uh, caramel <laughs> corn and all that other stuff that they do at, at the farm festival. So anyway, speaking of Christmas, um, yes. we're in this time of year. Absolutely. And so I know I'm getting people contacting me about how can we help. And so what are we doing this year for Christmas? You know, there's so many wonderful things going on. We've adopted uh, people through the United Way's Christmas Bureau, Mm -hmm. about 300 families. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be serving all of them as well as all of our guests. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think we're going to run right up against about 900 to 1,000 people that we'll be be Mm -hmm. serving this Christmas and and blessing them. Mm -hmm. And the way we're able to do that is because others bless us with new gifts, with financial donations, so that we're able to provide gifts for all of the people that are coming to us, you know, and there's different kinds of things that we're still in need of, whether Mm -hmm. it's queen size sheets or pots and pans, kitchen utensils, can openers. Mm -hmm. They're talking about needing those fidgety things for kids, right? You know, those spinners. I don't really know what that is. And I, and you, they I'm, can't I'm, see my hand doing this thing, but it's a thing. I've got to get apparently one. Apparently, it's a thing. Get one. Yeah, you I think fidget you need a lot, one? so I need some help. So, it, well, yes. it might just mellow you out so much. Might. We'll have to it's monitor okay. that for you. All right, all right. I'll, we'll, I'll try, we'll, I'll we'll try, I'll try to be limited. <laughs> and we also need volunteers, Barry. Mm-hmm. You know, even as uh, close to us right now as this Thursday, we need some volunteers mm-hmm. that help us pull all the gifts and package them together and receive all the donations of new gifts. It's a, it's a definitely a big production. Those that have done it before, they're doing it again. They know why they're doing it. It's it's really a wonderful time of just uh, working together, blessing people. Got a yes. cool system of the way it works. Absolutely. Also, we're helping the folks that are staying at the rescue mission. Right. And the unsheltered um, through our street operations. Absolutely. I know Absolutely. on Christmas Day that Jenny and the team are going to go one direction and Misty and a part of the other team are going to go a different direction yes. to go out on Christmas Day and, and to bless the unsheltered as well. And isn't that amazing? It right? is. This is just such an incredible time. You know, as I sit at my desk and, and see things that come to me through little small envelopes. It is just amazing, Barry, how how the Lord blesses us and how much people care about the least of these in our yeah. community and really support the work that's going on with our staff and our volunteers and everybody. It's just, it is 
incredibly humbling for me as I sit there and read these sweet, precious notes from people that are just so encouraging and they just want to give. And and it's gifts of all sizes, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes all sizes of gifts to be able to do what we do, you know, and not one gift is more important than another. You know, Absolutely I just, I want people to know how, how, um, encouraging and uplifting it is Mm -hmm. every time I get to open those envelopes Mm -hmm. and see how much people care. You know, uh, this is, uh, there's no way around it. This is hard work. Um, It's uh, sometimes can be very discouraging. uh, There's the brokenness that we encounter and try to figure a way to try to maneuver through that brokenness. You know, we're seeing a lot more people coming to us are disabled. Some are disabled both physically and mentally. Some of them don't even know how to care for their bodily hygiene issues. And there just aren't the services out there. And so we're meeting people at the most vulnerable, difficult time in their lives and trying to figure out how to help that one in front of us. Sure. And so many of them are elderly as well. You know, I think about the time in their life that they're experiencing now and to then be homeless and alone. To be in your late 70s or 80s, outdoors, unsheltered, um, skin and bones. That's what we see. Yes. And we just don't look at it. We engage it. Right. And we say, what can we do? And sometimes we have to rub against the system. Yes. To say, guys, you got to be a part of this. It's not just the Topeka right. Rescue Commission can handle all this, but yet right. we're we're out there in the streets doing a lot of mapping right now of the homeless issues and yes. those kind of things to get a better understanding. But we are encouraged because of what you just described. Yes. The people coming alongside us and helping us and praying for us and get financially giving and volunteering. And so we go, okay. All right, we're going to stay in the game. Right. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we're keep, keep doing this. We're going to, so it's a blessing uh, to always be able to do this. It's a, it's a blessed time of year. And uh, we are blessed by some really cool board members yes, that uh, the Topeka Rescue Mission has. And we have one today with us who is a really cool guy. It was really hard to get on his schedule because he's kind of a busy fella. And <laughs> he's got a lot going on. He does. His name <laughs> is Dr. Aaron Gray. Doctor, good morning. Good morning, and thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming today. Uh, Dr. Gray, you um, currently hold a position in leadership at Topeka Public Schools. That is correct. And uh, you um, have been on the board for a while. I want to talk about that. But Dr. Gray, you uh, didn't... Uh, start out in Topeka, um, and you've got quite a bit of experience and backgrounds in a number of areas, but give us a little understanding of, uh, of your background and what you do today. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. And just to share a little bit about my story and my background, I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, my wife and I, we transitioned to Topeka in 2010. Uh, growing up in Jackson, Mississippi, I graduated in 1997 from uh, Jim Hill High School, Uh, And then I attended Jackson State University, and most people are probably familiar with Jackson State, seeing that uh, (laughs) right now we just won the SWAC championship uh, (laughs) with uh, Primetime, Deion Sanders. Uh, So again, a lot of great things are going on at Jackson State University. Uh So uh, again, started Jackson State University. I started out in psychology. Well, actually started out in computer science. Uh, Calculus helped me to understand that... uh, (laughs) Maybe this isn't for me. And so I uh, ended up in psychology. Uh, that's where I met my wife, uh, who I would eventually marry in 2005. Um, started uh, from there, um, after I received my uh, bachelor's in psychology, started the master's program in school counseling. Mm-hmm. And my hopes was to be a, a community therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had an opportunity to do a lot of that. Uh, But that wasn't where it ended. Uh, So I started the specialist program in administration. Uh, While I was doing that, I started subbing. And while I was uh, subbing, uh, I met uh, a guy by the name of Mr. Coco, who is my mentor to this day. And he shared with me, hey, Aaron, uh, 
teaching is for you. And, and when I got in the classroom, I was so excited about yeah. what, uh, you know, seeing the kids learn. I yeah. thought to myself, maybe I can make an impact here. Yeah. And so I uh, went and uh, enrolled in the specialist program, met another instrumental person in my life, Dr. Nwafa, who told me, Aaron, you're wasting your time, your doctorate material. Yeah. I didn't think so, but he did. Yeah. Uh, to appease him, I enrolled and, um, you know, here I am. I, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, four years later, I ended up getting my doctorate in 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's my story as it relates to education. And you've been in Topeka how long now? I've been in Topeka since 2010. And again, what brought us here, my wife, who's a clinical psychologist at the VA, uh, she was doing her internship. And so it required that we, you know, um, come to Topeka, Kansas. Uh, we thought we were going to only be here for a year. And that <laughs> year turned into 10, 11 years now. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you have uh, some other family members. Yes, I do. I have three kids. Uh, uh, my son, my youngest son, he's a year old. His name is Grayson. He's the one that runs around the house now with pots and pans and with the remote control. <laughs> and then I have my daughter who runs the house. Her name is Zoe. She's eight. And then my oldest son is 10. <laughs> and uh, you've often mentioned that uh, you've uh, been very benefited by going to a therapist every single day of your life. Yes. Uh, as we talk about mental health, I want people to understand that mental health is, is real. And, you know, I've been seeing a, a, a psychologist now for probably 20 years. I mean, each day I come in and, you know, um, the the therapist counsels with me, mm-hmm. and so that that person is my wife. Mm-hmm. That's a <laughs> built-in therapist. That's yes. what keeps you going, bro. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> so you sort of have to see her whether you want to or well, not. I huh? want to or not. <laughs> Keep yeah. on. That's why yes. you're so great. I mean, exactly. You got all that extra yes. help. You're at so home. balanced. Yes. Yeah. yes. So you've uh, served as a principal in, in uh, school districts here, and uh, talk a little bit about that, and then currently what you do today with Topeka Public. Yes, just to go back a little bit, uh, my education story, I started out as a substitute teacher, as I, as I shared, and then it went on to a fifth grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a counselor, a technology facilitator, assistant principal, ended up here in Kansas uh, in the Siemens School District at Rochester and West, where I was mm-hmm. counselor for a year, and then six years at Logan Elementary as principal. Uh, from there, I transitioned to the state. I uh, was in child care licensing for about two months. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, transitioned to uh, the maternal and child health KDHE. And I was uh, one of the department directors there for about additional two months before I went to Randolph Elementary as principal. And currently I'm in my role uh, here at Central Office as director of instructional services. And that does what? Yes. So uh, Director of Instructional Services, basically I wear three major hats. Mm-hmm. And those three major hats is uh, are um, I am the Director of Communications, the both internal and external communications. Uh, also, um, I oversee the uh, Building Leadership uh, Academy for uh, new principals mm-hmm. uh, within their first three years. And then also um, I oversee partnerships. Mm-hmm. You know, So if there's someone who needs to partner with Topeka Public Schools, I'm that liaison between. And there's a lot yes. of different partnerships with yes. Topeka Public Schools, isn't there? And uh, Topeka uh, Rescue Mission being one. Yes, uh-huh. Topeka Rescue Mission's being one. Impact Avenue's been another. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a whole lot of partnerships sure. that, that are going on. Well, I knew um, that when... We first uh, were trying to figure out what COVID meant and how we're going to navigate this. And schools were shutting down. Everything was shutting down. 
that you were on the front end with Dr. Anderson. That is correct. Uh, networking with the faith community. That is correct. Um, and you still do to this day. Yes, um, yes. That's a big That's a big one right there, which I think helped a lot because you had churches that were standing uh, out with their volunteers in school parking lots feeding, mm-hmm. yes. uh, handing out meals, making sure the kids were fed, making sure even if they couldn't come to school and the families were fed. And it's been quite an effort. And, and with that, I want to make sure that I say thank you and I want to extend th- uh, thank you from Dr. Anderson as well because um, trying to navigate this pandemic, it would have been impossible without so many key mm-hmm. partnerships right. that were able to make this happen. Absolutely true. Yes. Absolutely true. Well, one of the things that you uh, have done through your leadership uh, skills, gifts, is mentoring uh, certain leaders, and uh, you talk about the principles, and, yes. and one we have benefited greatly from, mm-hmm. and that's Lamanda Broyles. Who's an exceptional, uh, exceptional leader. Yeah, so she was a principal at two different schools in Topeka Public Schools. That is um, she got to, uh, she she's another Southern drawl, yes. Arkansas. <laughs> yes, and uh, but yes. Uh, she, uh, I, I think you introduced her to the boardsmanship uh, to seek a rescue mission, and then uh, we both, uh, all of us, felt the call of the Lord on Amanda's life to come on staff, and now yes. she's director of ministry operations at yes. Topeka Rescue Mission, having left her position at Topeka Public Schools. Uh, you and, know, Barry, uh, it sounds a little bit like rubbing salt in a wound. <laughs> Just saying, I'm saying it's a God thing, you know, and uh, so. <laughs> So, but, uh, you know, the school district was blessed by LaManda and now Topeka Rescue Mission is blessed yes. and the community's blessed because yes, she's still bridging, uh, you know, relationships uh, to, to have two educators of your caliber, both you and LaManda, involved with Topeka Rescue Mission is huge. Yes, well, it's huge. You. Yeah, thank you. Well, you also are an elder in your church? That is correct. I attend El Shaddai mm-hmm. uh, Community Church, uh, where our pastor is Tom Watson, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been there since 2010, and I am an elder, and I have the awesome responsibility of teaching Bible class each mm-hmm. week. So, again, if you want to join us, mm-hmm. uh, you can find us at El Shaddai at esmcc.org. We're on Facebook, and uh, each Wednesday night, uh, there is a word from the Lord. I want to tell you, I've never heard you um speak in your in your online Bible class before, but I've heard you unpack the Bible in a board meeting. And I want to tell you what, folks, you want to tune in because I'm going to now yeah. because uh, well, that's thanks. pretty cool because I, I love it when thanks. you bring a devotion. It's just thanks. rich. Yes. It really is rich. So uh, you came uh, on the board around 2013 of Topeka that Rescue is, Mission? That is correct. Uh-huh. I started with NetReach. Uh-huh. Uh, again, I uh, was so excited. I, uh, I had an opportunity to meet um, – God, his name is just um, Clark. Clark Clark Johnson. Clark Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was such a great mentor and, and friend. And, you know, to be on the Topeka mm. Rescue Mission, to find an organization that aligned with my values and beliefs, I just thought it was just, a, it was a godsend. You know, think about Clark. Uh, he was a pastor at First Southern Baptist uh-huh. for about 20 years. Um, he left, uh, retired there. And I remember uh, president of the board, Hal Smith and I were having lunch one day and Clark just walks up to us and says, I want to be on your board. And that's not normally how you get on the board at Speaker Rescue Mission, but we started visiting with him and we learned so much from Clark. Uh, but one of the things is that, um, he said, what you don't want to do in ministry is you don't want to go do a thing and ask God to invite you. Yes. What you want to do is find out what God's already doing and ask him if you can join him. Just like Mm -hmm. Peter did. Uh, Peter asked uh, Jesus, can I join you out there? You know? And Jesus said, sure. Come yes. on, walk on the water. Yes. It didn't work out so good for him, yes. but he learned a lot through the process. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, let's try to catch up to what the Lord's doing. And that's why we were in 
Highcrest neighborhood yes. and why we were involved in helping uh, Doxazo go further and human trafficking and all these things because we really saw God doing that and and you got to be a part of that front end of that, yes. that piece and uh, and you're still with the board today. Yes, and again, I'm so uh, excited to be able to make an impact. And one of the things that got yeah. me, I mean, each and every day, even as I interact with uh, people, one of the things that I want to make sure that people understand that as they come into contact with people here at TRM, I want people to understand that they matter. Mm-hmm. I want people to understand that they belong. I want people to understand that they have purpose and that the great God that we serve loves them and we're an extension of that great God. You know, that, that, and again, that sums it up about, uh, I think, why God has established the church and has established mm-hmm. uh, ministries like the Rescue Mission and planted people like you in in education yes. and, uh, and a Dr. Anderson and other yes. people that... that no, it's not just about in the rescue mission world. It's not just about three hots and a cot. Yes, um, it's not just about trying to feed what we feed uh, three million meals in Operation uh, Food Security. Crazy. Yes. So it was way bigger than that. Five hundred volunteers learning how to engage with people and to help people understand in the midst of your suffering and your pain, um, there is hope. Right, and that uh, you do matter. That God is really crazy about you. Yes, and uh, you know, I. You know, when we say December 7th, you know, we say, well, that sounds familiar. Well, this is the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Yes. And, um, you know, the, the, there is a um, um, point in history about um, how tragic that was. And we've gone through a lot of other tragedies since Pearl Harbor. But the thing about it is that when people come to a place of such tragedies in their lives, um, such uh, heartbreak, such travesty, is that now it's an opportunity to say, who are we? And if, the, if things get tough and, uh, and we feel like that we are being defeated, how can we bring support to those who have lost? And how can we comfort them? And how can we encourage them? You know, if we look at history, we saw the country come together, the world come together to come against evil. And there's still evil in the world today. And uh, 80 years later, and there's a different kind of evil that's occurred, and we've seen it on the political level, but we've also seen it just on the human level of people who suffer. And today there is a homeless concern, a hunger concern, a people who have lost, there's trauma, there's human trafficking. Uh, Things didn't get perfect after 80 years ago. Um, They have actually just changed and got worse, but yet God has planted uh, people in certain strategic positions to bring along hope and encouragement and fight this fight. And you're one of those guys. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. really, thank you. Yeah. Um, Doctor, um, how do you see Topeka Public Schools or any school district interfacing with places like the Rescue Mission, the importance of that? Again, uh, even as we're seeing through the pandemic, I mean, it takes more than, you know, one organization to make things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, even as we've seen the clergy, you know, wrap their arms around Topeka Public Schools in the community, even as we've seen other partners, Impact Avenues, who've wrapped wrap their arms around families, what we're doing here in Topeka Rescue Mission, again, I think that it's very important that we all understand that we have to work collaboratively mm-hmm. and that we have to work together as a team in order to better our community. And again, a school is just one organization, one you know entity, but again, we have to make sure that we have all partners at the table that's willing to talk, that's willing to um, that's willing to invest in our community in ways that make sense mm-hmm. and in ways that uh, bring about positive changes in the lives of people, especially those who uh, may be unsheltered and who may 
can be going through various uh, traumas in their lives. Absolutely. And we've been blessed to have a really strong relationship with Topeka Public Schools and our other districts in yes. the community. We have a school room at the Hope Center for, yes. um, for our children and their families to be able to uh, get them ready to go into the school uh, system. Some of our kids have been out of school for over a year. And this was before mm-hmm. COVID. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, they need to be get caught up to get ready to go in that classroom. One of the things that I appreciated about the relationship with the Topeka Public Schools and TRM is that um, over the years we wanted to make sure that when that child walks into that classroom, and a lot of times the age group is the Quincy Elementary School over here in North Topeka, is that they don't look like they're homeless. Yes. They don't stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes kids from the mission like to say, hey, I'm from the mission. You know, it's pretty cool when they're in grade school, junior high, not so much high school, don't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whole different, whole different right. experience. But, but the school district works so well with our families and vice versa that it, it really helps uh, parents and their children to be successful moving forward through this journey of homelessness. Yes. And again, hats off to our principal at Quincy Elementary, Ms. Yes. Sun Gregor, uh, who has done an amazing job in this community, yeah. and she's just wrapped her arms around kids. Mm-hmm. Again, she sees kids, and, and that's what we all need to see, uh, kids that have needs, families mm-hmm. that have needs, and meet those needs. Right. Absolutely. Right. We got blessed here a few years ago to have uh, Pat Mahoney, yes. Um, yes. who was with Topeka Public Schools, who uh, was the homeless liaison yes. that worked with the Quincy folks, yes. um, actually is on our staff now and helping people to get rehoused, right, Miriam? And she's <laughs> she doing, is. She's doing phenomenal with that <laughs> team is. over there. You talk about so. T- TPS produces a lot of great people for the rescue mission. I want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> We're you. using it as a recruiting ground. <laughs> yes, yes. So, well, thank you, guys. So, Doctor, before we close today, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, being with the Board of Topeka Rescue Mission and representing so well um, what we do here. Uh, you're going to be our secretary of the board here yes, uh, starting uh, in January. Um, what is it that you would like for people to know and think about in regards to what's really important on your heart? If I can sum up my heart in, in three words, uh, I, I think it would probably be more of the mission statement that our church go about um, and that, that we oftentimes use. Uh, life is about loving God, mm-hmm. loving people, and serving. Mm-hmm. And if I can love God, if I can love people, and if I can serve well, then I believe I can make an impact in this community. Yeah. Well, Dr. Aaron Gray, you are definitely exemplifying all of those. And uh, we are blessed to have you uh, a part of the leadership of Topeka Rescue Mission, along with some other great folks and yes. uh, helping us to go where God's called us to go. Thank you so, for what you're doing. Well, thank you, Doctor. And uh, loving God, uh, loving our neighbors, and uh, serving. Um, we just see a lot of cool people helping us yes. to do that and Absolutely. join us with this. So thank you for coming today. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission, here on December 7th of 2021, right uh, before Christmas. If you'd like more information about how to help out at Christmas, you can go to the website of Topeka Rescue Mission, and that's at TRM online.org that's trmonline.org also there's additional information on that website to know what we're doing here at the rescue mission thank you for listening thank you for loving god loving your neighbor and being willing to serve talk to you later